Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over at the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh, baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Larson returns right now on ESPN 960. Get in on the conversation by sending in your thoughts on today's show via open mic submission on the ESPN 960 app. Thunderbirds need two. And they'll get it on the ground. They'll get a lot more. They're going to get six. Nice cutback. David Moore with the touchdown. That highlight courtesy of the Pac-12 Network as ASU was able to barely etch out SUU 24-21 after a long weather delay last week. Uh, It was a great game for SUU, and they are looking to get the win as they head into Provo this upcoming Saturday. We'll talk all about it uh, here coming up in just a second with an SUU Insider. Uh, but this segment brought to you by Ruby's Inn to redefine family time. Visit rubiesin.com and go visit Bryce Canyon as well. Why don't we get out to the SPN 960 hotline, talk some college football, and preview this matchup between BYU and SUU on Saturday with a SUU insider, Brig Pfeiffer. Brig, appreciate you hopping on and uh, appreciate uh, you taking some time out of your day to join me here. Yeah, thanks for having me. Absolutely. Why don't we start uh, by talking about that game at ASU for the Thunderbirds. What were your overall thoughts and takeaways from uh, SUU's 24-21 loss at Arizona State where they really hung in that game? Yeah, um, I think, you know, it really showed um, some of the strengths that SU has, you know, um, especially defensively. Um, you know, the the linebacking core that the coaching staff has been so high on in the offseason, um, just really came out and played really well. Um, and I think it, it really showed a lot of people that, yeah, it's an FCS school, but it, um, but they can compete with anyone, you know. And there was a couple of, like, you know, back-breaking plays, that fourth and eight pass uh, by Rashada for the touchdown that, you know, if things go a couple different ways, you know, it could be a whole different ball game. But um, just in general, I thought it was a really, really good performance for SEU and a really good start to the season. Yeah, look, I would agree with you. Um, SUU looked really good against Arizona State. They handled that weather delay really well. Delane Fitzgerald yeah. always has his guys locked in. And uh, we heard a clip from the coaches show earlier this week talking about how these guys need to not come up to Provo as fans because there's a lot of guys from Utah on this football team. Talk a little bit about Delane Fitzgerald as a head coach and what he brings to this team as a head coach, just with his mindset of going into football games and and, uh, whatnot? 
Yeah, for sure. Um, there's one thing that is um, really cool about him. You can tell um, he really cares about his players, especially um, he really rewards hard work. Um, we've seen that even with a couple players over the offseason. Um, George Ramirez, he's a starting safety, but he earned a scholarship just this summer. Um, he's worked super hard, worked his way up, as well as um, as well as uh, Braden, Braden Whistler, who's actually from Bingham High School and began his career at, at University of Utah. He earned a scholarship, and he's the starting running back now. Um, and it's interesting because, on, on like you said, on the coaches' show, um, he really just always wants them to be in the right mindset. He wants them to, to be ready and as he said, playing adult football and not going in there uh, wide-eyed. I think that's really important, especially when when you are, you know, at a, at a smaller school and you go in and a lot of times it is, you know, it is, it does feel like like a, a new experience because you're playing, you know, Lavelle Edwards Stadium in front of way more fans than probably you've ever played in front of. And so I think it's good that he has um, really put them in a good a good mindset mentally through throughout all of the summer throughout the first week and is, and is ready to, to keep them um, progressing special teams was a a big had a big impact on that game at Arizona State as well uh, something that BYU has improved upon as well on their side how big of a deal do you think uh, and how big of a, a factor will special teams be when it comes to this game on Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, Brig. Oh, um, I think it'll be. I think it'll be really important. You know, I know. You know, BYU punting wise had had a really, really impressive effort. Um, and you know, SU, SU did as well. And SU also had you know the blocked the blocked punt for a touchdown. That was a George Ramirez safety. Um, I think it'll be. You know, it's one of those things that you know maybe like the casual viewer you don't really really think about, but it's those like a uh, mini minuscule even like few few yards difference. Um, one of the one of the players that I think could could be a, a big spot in the special teams was is Isaiah Wooden. He's a he's a, SU's a star star receiver. He's on the Reese's Senior Bowl watch list and he um, averaged twenty eight and a half yards on kickoff returns last year. So I think that's somebody that, you know, could make a couple splashes depending on um, kickoff. Yeah, you mentioned that block punt. That happened with seven minutes and fifty seconds left in that game against Arizona State. Cut the score to twenty-four to twenty-one, and then SUU had a chance to uh, tie the game or take the lead late in that game, but ASU's defense held firm uh, to to uh, close out that win over SUU. Let's talk about the SUU offense. Justin Miller, a guy that's thrown for over seven thousand yards in his career, he was eight of seventeen. Um, passing with 123 yards and uh, touchdown against ASU. What do you think about Justin Miller uh, at the helm of this SUU offense? You know, I think he's he's so familiar with the offense. You know, he's been around. You know, the same basically the same offense for I think this fifth, five years, um, and I think that's really important, especially when you get um, they have so many uh, new fresh, freshmen and sophomore sophomores this year. So I think that's really important. Um, his leadership going through, uh, they run lots of pre, pre-snap motions and stuff. And so I think that's really important that you get somebody who really understands the offense and can, can lead and guide some of these, uh, newer players that, that are just getting familiar with it. Talking with Brig Pfeiffer, a SUU insider here on Valley Sports Talk on ESPN 960. This segment always brought to you by Ruby's Inn. To redefine family time, visit rubiesin.com. This upcoming game, 
between BYU and SUU on Saturday. Just the second time these two teams have met up. Brig, tell me how you think this one is going to go down. Do you think SUU is going to be able to get the get the best of BYU, or do you think BYU will kind of come to their senses and play a little bit better and uh, be able to pull away from SUU later on in the game? Um, you know, I think it, it really will just come down to, I think, a lot of BYU's familiarity offensive-wise. You know, you could tell that they're just still, you know, kind of figuring things out. You know, they were without Cody Epps last week. Um, and, you know, it's it's a new new you know new quarterback a bunch of new pieces on the offense so I think it'll come down a lot to that I think a lot of it as well is um just about seeing how both teams improve throughout what strides they made throughout last week you know it was the first week of the season there's so many moving pieces um you know I think SU is going to play hard and you know coach Fitzgerald said that um he expects the BYU offense to play better better he knows how good the BYU defense is and he expects them to play just as well but you know, SU is not going to go down without a fight. They're going to come and play super hard, you know. But, um, you know, BYU is a really good football team. Um, you know, I, I would I would expect that we'll see a little bit more out of Slovis. I think, I think he'll have a good game, so it should be a fun one. Yeah, we just heard from Aaron Roderick uh, in, the, in that last segment, and he mentioned that this SUU defense is just as good, if not better, than Sam Houston State's defense that they pay, uh faced just a week ago and they looked like they struggled on the offensive side of the football if there's anywhere on the field where you think SUU has an advantage over BYU what position do you think that would be at you know I don't necessarily know if this would be per se an advantage but I think their their big strength is going to be the 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 front seven um you know coach Fitz has said they have one of the most talented linebacker cores in the conference um and they can tackle with any linebackers in the country. You know, um, Connor Colomore was a was a Hero Sports Freshman All-American last year and led the team in tackles. And you have uh, Aubrey Nelms and Trent Wallen as well. Like, those those linebackers are super experienced. They come in and they they are really, really good at wrapping up. Um, and then you also have a couple uh, – you have a defense tackle and a defensive end that also will, will just put a lot of pressure um, on the quarterback. So I think if there's a spot where SU can disrupt – um, the Cougars, I think it'll be it'll be with the front seven. You know, it's really interesting that you mentioned that uh, because last week we were talking with Carlos Zimmerman, the voice of the Sam Houston State Bearcats, and he mentioned the exact same thing about Sam Houston State. He said, you know what, this linebacking core for Sam Houston State probably uh, it has an advantage over BYU a little bit, and you saw that in the game last weekend. So mm-hmm. it's really interesting that you bring that up, and I think that that's a, a really good point uh, that you bring up there as well on the defensive side for SUU. Uh, Brig, want to ask you a little bit about uh, the rest of the season for this SUU team as well. They're in the United Athletic Conference. Talk a little bit about that conference. We know it's a merger between the ASUN and WAC. How do you think SUU is going to do the rest of the way after they play this BYU team? You know, I think um, last year they were in so many uh, one-score one games, you know, that just didn't really go their way. So they ended with a 5-6 and six record, but um, they were in four different games that were one score that, that they lost. Um, and so, you know, going into this year, they, pl- they play a lot of the same teams. Um, so it'll it'll just depend I think this year they're more experienced they're better and they they expect to to have a better season than they did last year 
And Utah Tech also in that same conference. Speak to that rivalry just a little bit. How how big is that rivalry down in southern Utah with uh, Utah Tech and SUU now being in the same conference after after a while? It's, it's definitely huge. You know, last year we had the, the, the chance to play them. We actually played them at home and on the road. And so it, it's really cool to see, you know, I mean, it's a 45-minute drive, but you get all the fans traveling for both the games. And it's a, it's a, it's a really cool environment in all the sports that we play. Um, it's kind of cool when you have uh, two colleges that close to each other that, you know, in the same conference. And it, it, just, it just makes it a lot of fun. It's what college sports are all about. How many people show up to those games? It's got to be the most attended games for SUU and Utah Tech every single year. How big is the hype going into not only the football games, but also on the basketball side as well? Oh, yeah, it, it, it's definitely huge. You know, um, I know at, at Utah Tech's new football stadium, they, they there was a ton of people there, and SUU Stadium is always filled up for, for their games. It is a little bit of a smaller stadium, but, you know, and especially even on the basketball side, that. It's really big, you know. Last year we 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 uh, we beat them at home, and then we went in on the road, and they they played really well. And both games there were were pretty packed, and so it's really cool that you know even last year we had a lot better record than them. But you go in there and rivalries, you just never know what's going to happen. And and they they played well, and so it's it's it makes it really fun, you know, with with rivalries because you just never know. No matter no matter what the records of the teams are, it doesn't matter in rivalries. Hey, Brig, a couple final questions for you here before we let yeah. you go. Appreciate your time, as always. Uh, you mentioned the basketball side of things. We are a Utah Valley University-centric show here at Valley Sports Talk, so we want to talk a little bit about the hardwood as well. SUU uh, kind of ruined Utah Valley's season last year in the Western Athletic Conference tournament down in Las Vegas, a game that I was courtside for and uh, watched them fall apart uh, in the second half, it was quite the performance from guys like Drake Allen and uh, some other guys there for SUU as well. Great mm-hmm. coaching performance uh, on the SUU side. I want to ask you a little bit about Drake Allen now playing for Utah Valley. How big of a rivalry is it between SUU and Utah Valley, especially with Drake Allen now making the move over to UVU? Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah, you know, um. That's always a game every year that SU looks for looks forward to, you know, because um, UVU is a, a great school. They're they're really they're really really talented every year, um, and so, you know I think it'll be a little bit different this year. You know, both have um, both schools have uh, new head coaches, and so I think they'll definitely be excited to play against Drake, but also with a bunch of the new players um, that SU has this year. Um, I think they'll be they'll be ready, and those should be some fun matchups, especially when uh, UVU comes down here. I'm sure Drake might catch a lot of flack then, but yeah, I'm sure he will. Uh, final thing for you: uh, What is that basketball team kind of shaping up and looking like? I know it's early on, but kind of just give us a projection about that SUU basketball team, how they might fare in Western Athletic Conference play. Yeah, you know it's going to be. Um, a lot different than, you know, Todd Simon basketball where you're trying to put up 90 a game, you know. Um, uh, Coach Jeter really, really has them focusing on, on defense uh, rotations, and he really just wants them to be to be fundamentally sound on the defensive end. And they really focus on defense and then working on a early transition offense. Those are where their, their, their two really strong focal points will be, I think, this year. Um, you know, I think expect big things from Parsifala. Um, he came off the bench last year. He'll kind of be kind of be the, the lead big for, for SU this year. Um, 
and there's a couple new guards in the rotation as well that that can make a difference. Um, so it'll definitely be different SCU basketball than we've seen under than when we were under Todd Simon, but it should still be they'll be they'll be pretty good. So. All right. Hey, once again, appreciate you hopping on. Um, are you making the trip up to Provo for the game on Saturday? I am. Yes. All right. Well, safe travels. Enjoy the game, Thanks. and uh, maybe we will see you there at Lavelle Edwards Stadium once again. Hey, Brig, appreciate you hopping on. Thanks for your time. Yeah, thanks for having me. All right, that was Brig Pfeiffer, a SUU insider from Cedar City, uh, talking a little bit about the SUU-BYU football game. If you came in halfway, didn't catch the full interview, you can find it on the Valley Sports Talk with Bryce Larson podcast, wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, look, it sounded like Brig was, was pretty high on SUU. He said they're going to be competitive. It's not going to be uh, quite the blowout you think it might be. I think I think he's correct in saying that as well. I, uh, look, Delane Fitzgerald is a great coach, and if anything, um, I think that he's going to have his guys ready to play. You heard that soundbite in the previous segment. Look, he's got his guys focused. They can't go in there as fans. They can't go in there wide-eyed. They can't go in there, you know, looking just to come out with a, a result that is, you know, not incredibly terrible. Uh, just getting walked on at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. So I think they are going to come in prepared. We'll see. It really, the the ball is in BYU's court, so to speak, because they've got to put in the work this week in order to make that progress heading into Saturday's game. they got to fix those kinks because they definitely have the better athletes on their side of the ball. They have Power 5 athletes. They've got really good coaches as well. But where SUU is able to uh, probably has a little bit of, a, of an advantage on BYU, at least from what it looked like last week, is just the drive and the want to win. SUU went into Arizona State. They were fired up. They were ready to be there. They were ready to play. They played with some emotion. And then on Saturday night at Lavelle Edwards Stadium, they, BYU kind of came out flat. And it seems like every season there's a game or two that BYU just comes out a little bit flat. They've had a little, you know, they've had a tougher time getting up for some of these games. We saw it against Utah Tech last year where eventually they ended up pulling away later on in the game, but Utah Tech kind of hung around there for a little while. So we'll see what happens coming up on Saturday at Lavelle Edwards Stadium. By the way, we talked a little bit about the uniforms Navy on Navy on Navy. Well, we'll talk a little bit about what BYU wants to do uh, with those uniforms and wants the fans to do. Um, no, coming up God. here in the next segment. No, God, please, <laughs> yeah, like, no. Hey, they've, they've put out instructions as to what you are supposed to wear. We'll talk about that coming up here next on Valley Sports Talk on ESPN 960.